All right, Magic Makers, we have another one of these fun Friday episodes. Are they fun? I don't know. They're fun for me. So this is going to start a series, and I'm going to start a series about um, macronutrient. And I have a guest coming up in the next couple of weeks that is the macro queen, and we're going to talk about macros as well. But I wanted to start this conversation because over the next several weeks, I'm going to be talking a lot about specific nutrition things that complicate weight loss over 40. And I know that many of us feel like I felt like, you know, here is this, you know, you used to be able to, to do all the things and lose the weight. And now you're just like banging your head up against the wall. And you're just like, sweet Georgia Brown, will I ever be able to lose this weight? Will I ever be able to look in the mirror and like what I see? Right? I, you know, right there. I'm right there with you. I get that. And so I wanted to just, you know, how I wanted to start the conversation so that we all know the basics. And I think because weight loss over 40 is this big nebulous thing and you hear this, that, and everything else. And for me, it's like, I've been doing this for over 15 years. So I didn't just arrive here. I dieted thousands of women to get ready for fitness competitions. And so that's me dieting you within the inch of your life to get ready for a 30 seconds event. So I've understand how women's physiology works, how things respond and how the fact that when I do a diet after a diet, after a diet, after a diet, your body's like, Hey girl, I know what you're doing and I ain't going to give it to you so easily. So it becomes a matter of us always coming up with something a little bit different, you know, tricking our bodies into giving us what we want. And, you know, for those of you who have children, we know what it's like. It's kind of like bribing our kids to go to bed. You know, it's like, Hey, we got, we got to give, we got to get, you know, sometimes we got to do a little trickery. And sometimes that's what we need to do to get our bodies to give us what we want. You know, I, I get it past success it should right for most for most things we do in life past success does give us um past success does get, show what the, the path but unfortunately in our bodies our bodies are so freaking smart it just knows it just remembers it's like you know think about it for those of you who've ever had a kid your first pregnancy it took a while before your body showed that you were pregnant then you had that second, third, or so forth on kids. And all of a sudden, as soon as you like your body, like realized you're, it was pregnant, it was like, you had that baby bump, right? It was just like, oh, we've been here before. I know exactly what to do. You know, think about it. It's kind of like as we're, we're driving to a new place and we're like, oh, do we make it right here? Do we pass the gas station? Where do we go? What do we do? And then when you go there enough, you don't even remember if there was a gas station. You don't even know if you passed an IHOP. You just drive there and you all of a sudden you're pulling into the parking lot and you're like, hey, how did I get here? Right. So that's what we got to start to kind of like deconstruct what we did. And we got to get uncomfortable, right? We have to break up with this, what I call the rigid mindset of this is how it has to be. And, you know, uh, forget what you think you need to know. And we have to like unlearn the years and years of, you know, what di the diet industry told indoctrinated us into and say, you know, what? I got to learn about me, right? I got to start listening to my physical, my biochemistry reaction. I have to listen to that versus letting my ego be in the driver's seat and 
not letting me get to where it's possible for me to get to. So the first place I want to talk about is protein, right? Protein is the number one thing that could help us reduce our overall body fat. And that's where most people's uh, weight problems stem from. It's like, cause the average diet is primarily carb driven. Now this is at me vilifying carbs. This is me like being like keto for life. No, no, no. Right there. There I'm going to make a case for carbs as well. This is me saying, what are the types of carbs that you're eating? And are you overeating them for you? You know, there is a, what's called a carb tipping point, right? You know, my carb tipping point is different than your carb tipping point. Then it's different than Susie's carb tipping point. That's different than Sarah's carb tipping point. We all have that point where we're like, this is how many carbs my body thrived on. And if I'm building muscle, I might need to, I'm not might, I'm definitely going to have to add a little bit more carb if I'm looking to put, put on more muscle. If I'm looking to, to, to stay in maintenance, there's that tipping point. And if I'm looking to lose a little weight, then I'm going to go a little bit below what my kind of average carb tipping point. And so for, for many of us, you know, people don't understand that yes, carb is a fuel source and we need to eat them. But the worst thing is eating a lot of carbs and then sitting around, right? You know, if we're eating a lot of carbs and we're not moving, you know, many of the, the carb is what fuels the workout, you know? So if you're someone who's going to the gym and you're lifting and you're doing cardio and you are, um, are consuming carbs, you probably don't have as much of a problem as that person who is just not just eating and doing nothing, right? You're not, you're doing minimal to no activity because our body doesn't know what to do with that excess, excess, um, energy, right? It's energy. So it's like, you know what, at some point, our body's going to need it. So I'm just going to put it over here to the side. And then that over to the side is fat. And carbs come in so many forms. It's, you know, it's, it's fruits, it's vegetables, it's breads, it's pastas, but it's also the scone that you have for breakfast, the bagel, the size of your head, the the candy, the, the sodas, you know, it's those things. And it's for a lot of us, it's those little things that add up. Now I'm never not saying you're ever going to not have, you know, a glass of wine. You're not going to ever have a piece of cake. No, it's like, what is the amount that you're having? And how do we start to make sure that we're not having in excess if we are truly trying to, um, trying to lose the weight. And so for many of us, protein is what our body uses primarily to build itself up to, especially specifically muscle, right? You know, your muscle doesn't magically gain the muscle when we eat the protein, but it makes your muscles less prone to injury. Um, you won't get as sore as you do on a higher protein and a lower protein. It also protects our skeletal muscle when we have protein. Um, it helps build the muscle. It also helps with thermogenesis. That means it helps us with, it, uh, it takes more energy for our bodies to digest muscle. So we burn probably two or three more calories when we are digesting protein. And it also helps with our satiety. And what satiety is, is helps us feel satisfied, right? So if I have more protein in my meal, I can go longer without food. And I want you to start to like, kind of think about, you know, the types of meals that you're eating and how long can you go before you feel hungry? 
And if I can only go maybe an hour or two, I need to look at that meal and ask myself, what is it that I have in that meal? Because it might not be satiating enough for me, all right? And so there's plenty of sources of protein out there that everyone can enjoy that can help us with our balanced overall diet. Because many of us think that there's a super thing that's out there that if I had it, it would boom, bottom, my body would change magically. But unfortunately, that's not how it works. So we start want to start to think about how do we get the optimal protein in our body? So for many people, it's 20 to 30 grams of protein every single meal that you eat. And so it, you know, it is five ounces of chicken, five ounces of steak, salmon, having five eggs, you know, many of us have like two or three eggs, like, believe it or not, eggs only have about six grams of protein in them. So if I'm going to have eggs, I'm going to need a lot of eggs, if I'm going to bump it up. But many people are like, Oh, my God, I can't eat six eggs. Great. No, that's fine. But it's like, if I'm only getting 12 grams of protein with six eggs, then I need to add something to it. So maybe I do have some steak with it, maybe I have a couple ounces of steak with the eggs. Maybe I have some tuna, you know, I'm just making this up right now. But <clears throat> I add, so I supplement something to that egg so that I do hit that 20 or 30 grams. Um, it is having a full cup of yogurt, you know, and I'm talking plain yogurt. I'm not talking, you know, the um, strawberry banana yogurt, right? So we want to start looking at that. It's having some protein powder. Um, so, you know, many of you might be listening and thinking about plant-based. Now, here's my, my, my biggest challenge with plant-based is that with plant-based, you have to look at it is that it's it's not possible to have a plant-based protein without having a carb or a fat or both, right? They come, it is a package deal, you know? So I want you to think about that as you are saying, well, you know, plant-based is the best thing. You know what? I always ask people, why are you going plant-based? If it's because you feel better when you eat plant-based, rock on with your bad self. If it is if it is a moral thing, rock on with your bad self. But if it's because you think you're going to lose more weight when you go plant-based, I'm sorry, not going to happen, <laughs> right? You have When you're plant-based, you have to be very strategic. It's a lot of stratego when you're plant-based. And a lot of the plant-based things out there, because now it's a thing, I'll be very honest, it is, um, a lot of it is just uh, plant-based junk food, right? So you have to be really specific, pick up the package, read the ingredients to see what's inside of that plant-based. I'm off the plant-based soapbox. So I, I basically wanted to just share with you that if I am someone who is like, okay, I want to lose this weight. My first thing I'm going to look at is my protein. And if you track anything, track protein. And like, literally, like I unless this triggers you, I recommend getting yourself an app and just putting in just your protein, like every day, every protein that you have, put it in there. So you understand, you're like, how many grams is this? And like, start with where you are right now, just so you can see how many grams you are. And you might be surprised that you might be hitting it on the button or you might be surprised like, dang, I ain't nowhere near where I thought I was. So start with the protein. This series is going to build. Next week, I'll talk about carbs, then I'll move on to fats. We have Eve's, um, 
Eve is going to talk a podcast that's going to be come up and she's going to talk all about the macros and all of that magical stuff. And so we're going to start to lead ourselves into, you know, why do I have this excess weight? (laughs) All right. So let me know how this lands with you. And I'd love to know how much protein you're, how much protein you're eating. Do me a favor, hit me up. And if someone, you know, needs to hear this um, podcast, absolutely share it. Don't be selfish. Share this. All right. Have a fabulous Friday. And I will talk to you next week. All about them carbs.